Welcome to Humming Punks with me, Ian Hurst. And me, Jimmy Watkins. Each week we're going to be reviewing a different album as selected by our guests with just three words. It's a bit of a challenge, it's going to be tough, it's going to be fun, it's going to be random, and there might be the odd swear word. Yeah, so if there are any children listening, make sure they already know the swear words in advance. Good advice. Take care, sit back, relax and enjoy. Welcome to another edition of Humming Punks with me, Ian Hurst. And me, Jimmy Watkins. And this week we are joined by the amazing Ronnie Huxford. Oh, I said Ronnie then. Ronnie! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Ronnie Huxford. Listen, if you've never been called Ronnie before, then, you know, who are you? How are you doing, Ronnie? You okay? I'm very well, boys. Thanks for having me on. Thank you (laughs) very much. Absolute pleasure, absolute pleasure. So, um, those damn crows, you're the drummer, right? That is correct. I am the one who makes the most noise. I am the loud yeah. one, the shell, yeah. the shed builder. Um, <laughs> That's a good way to put it. I never thought of that. Yeah, I like so that. building I like a shed that. at the back in it, like, do you know what I mean? Noisy. <laughs> like won't, won't keep it down, like, good God, making a racket, but there, didn't it, like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> what I am disappointed in, though, because in my head, whenever I think of. Um, you know, drummers. There's always a sweatband somewhere. Yeah. Usually, uh, where where I, I thought that you might you might have your sweatband on. Today, I should do. It's on my drums yeah. actually in the background. <laughs> it is on the drums in the background. But yeah, I've normally got a sweatband. Sometimes I do two as well, depending on my fitness. Like, oh. do you know what I mean? <laughs> I, I would love to be a drummer just to have the sweatbands going on. I mean, there's never really any other time to wear a sweatband. I guess mm. running or well, exercising. Nah, but... nah. Your sweat falls off your body when you're running. If you're a drummer. Yeah. You're basically imitating the shape of a cup and you're just sitting there filling up with your own sweat and you're waiting for... <laughs> <laughs> That's so true. I've even, I've even doubled up my towel on my drum stool now, like, do you know what I mean? <laughs> it's like doing sleepovers when you're a kid, like, you know, and you're afraid of wetting the bed. <laughs> Do you know what? This conversation makes me want to play drums. It's like building a shed and oh, no. having a sleepover. So, I'm so I've got a, um, my kids have got a drum kit that they don't use anymore. They they learn to play the drums. Um, I don't know if I can tell this story. <laughs> <I'm> g- <laughs> it's too late now. You've started it. It's too it. late now. Oh, yeah, all right, all right. Do, do you want to play? Well, you can play now if you want. Well, so I know a couple of drummers. Um, and for a period of time, a very good friend of us at We Are Hummingbird, a good friend of ours, is um, Rick Jupp, who was one of the founders of Elbow, and uh, the drummer. And for a period of time, my kids were being taught to play drums by Rick Jupp, and it was like, he'd do it all like by uh, Zoom. And, oh, and that. wow. So, the reason why I didn't know if I could say that, because I didn't know if there was like a competitive table of drummers, and like he was your no, man united to us. No, oh. it's normally, it's a weird thing. Like, it's normally at a certain level. I'm, I'm like... I haven't been in that that zone for years, but like when you're starting off as bands, Jimmy might Jimmy might have come across it. It's almost like everybody turns up to the to the venue looking for a scrap. You're playing a gig, <laughs> but you you're all eyeballing each other, and you do the whole like, yeah, all right, have a good gig, have a good gig. But yeah. it's almost like have a good fight, make it clean, because um, <laughs> you're all trying to kind of get to the same goal. So you feel like yeah. you're you're competing with everybody. You have to be the best band on the night, like you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'm just at the kind of stage now where I enjoy it too much um so i don't really care about that i um i actually love it on our last tour we took out um 
a cracking Welsh band with us um, and they were thumping it and if anything it really? drove me on um, yeah. kind of yeah. made me pumped ready to go on the stage rather than listening to some I don't know bunk band who's going to come on and you're like oh we'll have him no <laughs> it doesn't kind of drive you it doesn't give you the, the same incentive like yeah. you know so I was looking and I saw that you played um, down in Southampton the Joiner's Arm that's down my neck of the woods down there Yeah, how, do you remember much about that night? yeah man it was a weird one that was because um, we did the whole tour and it, basically the idea was to keep the venue small to, to celebrate yeah. like the new record coming out. Um, yeah. And they all sold out in like five minutes. So wow. we were like, wow. Um, yeah. And then the fans started complaining um, and you never won that. Um, so we started upgrading everything. The only one we really kept true was like your Southampton one. So that's, yeah. why, it, that's why it stands out to me because some of the venues obviously upgraded to nearly a thousand cap. Um, yeah. We're Southampton, we kept that, and I think, what's that, what's that Ian? Is that around, like, 200 or something? Yeah, it's one of the small ones, small. Yeah, really, really. I mean, it's a rocking venue for, for live music, absolutely, yeah. but it's still very much limited to capacity down there, yeah. Yeah, so it was mad. It was like, then um, Shin got ill on tour, so we had to kind of reschedule it for a couple of days later. Yeah. Um, so we ended up playing the Southampton show the night before we went and headlined a festival called um, Winter's End, <laughs> Um, yeah. So it was really bizarre. It's like we went this sweaty, sweaty club, bashed it out. It was like proper yeah. CBGBs back in the day yeah. type of thing, or TJs in Newport. Um, yeah. And then we headed down to this to this park and did this festival with like over a thousand people. It was incredible, like you know. So. Amazing. It's funny saying about the sweat. And I was chatting to my mates the other day, and, and one of them said, well, "What I'd do now to lick the sweat off the ceiling of a CD club while you're dancing." <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, I, miss it. Why? I miss wow. it. Yeah, don't you miss it? Oh, God, I miss yeah. it. What we'd give to have sweat coming off the ceiling on you. Oh, God, yeah. Oh, boys, I, I was talking about it the other day. We were celebrating um, Independent Venue Week. Um, so we were throwing back, like, you know, talking about all these venues. And by the end of it, it was like, if you haven't had a drink for a while, your mouth was yeah. dry. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. I was just like, yeah. I was talking about all the stories about, like, when we started with the Crows and I remember being in Fuel in Cardiff and, you know, we were getting a bit more professional, so I'd go upstairs and change. So I'd be getting, <laughs> I'd be, I'd be getting changed in the toilet, putting my shorts on and stuff, and I remember putting my foot in a puddle of pee, like, and thinking, oh, why am I doing this? Is this, is this, what, is this life? Am I always going to be doing this for the next 30 years, playing clubs, stepping in pee all night, like, you know? Um, but the other day, I was begging to step in it, like, yeah, do you know what I mean? It's just like... You know, I was swimming it, like, just to play a gig. Do you know what I mean? It was like, oh, honestly, it's, it's really bad. Like, it's, um, yeah. The See, days are coming. The days are coming. Yeah, well, I, I saw someone put something up about, is it normal that they are already talking about rescheduling gigs for February 2022? Oh. We already have. Um, yeah. It's official. Uh, we already have. So we, we were playing with Thunder, um, which yeah, should have yeah. happened. So basically, um, we... We had the, the sold-out tour, we had the chart position, which was phenomenal. And then it was like we sold out the tram shed in Cardiff, boys. I don't know if you wow, know. Yeah, if you yeah, know yeah, yeah. So we, we sold that out with months to go, and it was like, whoa, the things are really skyrocketing for us, especially being, you know, Wales. It was like, wow, mm. this is happening. Yeah. Um, anyway, so the tram shed gig... Loads of people said, oh, I'll be the motor point next. I'll be your next venue. And we couldn't yeah. tell them that we'd already had a gig ready to be announced in there. Yeah. Um, wow. But it was supporting Thunder, Ugly Kid Joe, when you grow up and you hear these oh, bands. Wow. Um, yeah. But sadly, that's been rescheduled twice. And I just had the bad news. It's, it's already on the socials, so it's not like breaking news. Um, um, it's been put back to May 2022. Wow. 
Oh, yeah. it's just, I know, this is the thing about it all, isn't it? Everything just getting shifted and shifted and shifted. Listen, what I want to do, because I, I want to, um, though our regular listeners know that I like to, to set this challenge, so I'm going to do this, um, and then we're going to talk a bit more about, about those damn crows um, uh, and what's going on. And then, of course, the album review. Um, so, here we go. Listeners, I know this is what everyone tunes in for now. Uh, I've seen <laughs> yeah. this. Um, I've actually heard on the on the grapevine that there's underground betting takes place now on this. Um, it's quite intense. Um, it's only fun, guys, so let's not take it too seriously. Now, every week, for those that don't know, because We Are Hummingbird is a mental health-based organisation and we're big on the five ways of well-being, the ways in which we can engage, and we mention this every single week, and those five ways of well-being are to connect... What we're all doing right now, we're chatting to each other. You guys are listening to us, and that's massively important. We like to be active. That's down to Jimmy, but we always say, let's go for a walk whilst you're listening to this podcast. Let's keep active. And, of course, we're going to mention in a moment those damn crows will be able to help with being active on this as well. We're going to bring that in in a moment. As well as being active, we say that we want you to help others, to give, uh, to uh, keep learning, we're going to learn lots of new stuff today. But the main reason why we do this is to take notice. Now, the reason for take notice is those of you know, what I'm about to do is give you a song or some song lyrics from the same year of the album that Ronnie gave us to review. This year, that is 1997. Wow. So we're going to go from an album from 1997, some lyrics. I made it too easy Come the on other week. This so is the this year week, I got into music, so I'm ready for is this. Is it? Yeah. Uh, now I'm really really torn on whether this is too easy or not but I'm going to go for it go on <sighs> okay <laughs> uh, oh wait I feel more nervous about this <laughs> finding the right pitch point so remember listeners at home if you know this then um, answers on a postcard and you're playing for five house points <laughs> okay here we go first one this is what you get this is what you get this is what you get when you mess with us. Uh, no, that was. Oh, I got I think it. I, yeah. oh, oh, I know. I, yeah, oh. I got it. That's Ronnie one of the, has it now. Which one is of the good. first albums I bought. That, that song is okay. On. So I think I've made this way too easy again. I'm no, have to you more. have. Look at Ronnie. He's struggling. <laughs> He's struggling. This is <laughs> bad. This is. It's like being in school, and all your mates, all your mates know the answer. You have to pretend you do as well. You have to pretend. I know what. Yeah, I know. You go first, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah, you go first. You go first. Well, listen, everyone. You've got about uh, about half an hour to to mull this over. Remember what we say. Um, yeah. If you cheat, you're just cheating yourself. Yeah. And. That's not cool. So um, let's let's move on. So those damn crows. We were looking at the website earlier on. Uh, I, my, me and Jimmy both both are part of hugely busy organisations. So obviously we are hummingbird and running punks. Hence the humming punks. Um, and we work hard. But looking at your website, yeah, it puts us to shame. It puts us to shame. And, yeah. and my only question is, when are you going to move into deodorants? Because we're looking for a deodorant sponsor. <laughs> well, funny you should mention that. <laughs> the, those damn crows deodorant. Because, I mean, we've got the beer. Yeah. 
um, which is just like amazing. Tell us more about um, about this beer. Do you know more about the beer? Yeah, Can I know loads about it? the beer. So the beer okay. um, we've been developing for months. Um, basically, I remember phoning our former manager, uh, which would have been around like April time, and he wouldn't mind me saying this because we're still good friends. Um, yeah. And I was just rampant. Obviously, myself and Shane are full time in the band. Um, yeah we were looking at ways that we could survive in COVID. So the suggestion of getting our own beer out there, um, which he kind of said, look, it's a great idea. He owns a club as well. Um, He said he has the contacts, but during this climate, it's going to be a little harder. Fast forward on, we got brand new management uh, with Ryan Richards, Future History. And one of the first things he said on his plan to manage us, like when we were, obviously when we parted ways with our former manager, one of the first things Ryan said was developing a beer. We were like, (laughs) sold! (laughs) Um, Here we go. And all jokes aside, obviously he had to do a lot of... um, like reworking out the structure of the band and how it was kind of uh, moving. But then when we got to the beer part, he'd hooked us up with a local brewer. um, And we did a full tasting thing because there was a part of this pandemic where we were allowed to get into a room and rehearse. Um, I mean, myself and the boys managed to get to Germany. There's there's loads we managed to do. But part of that was tasting these beers as well. So he'd give us like a, a load of samples. I'm not a fan of a lot of craft beers so I'll put that out there for anybody who goes oh well he was saying this in March on Crowcast or whatever (laughs) Um, a lot of them do taste like a farmer's boot or they say it's like um, like a a Welsh Valley field and and I particularly don't like that I kind of like my beer normal like you know Um, but this one we had the right blends that suited all our palates in the band so there was no arguing it was the case of right what, what one number one to four or six yeah. which one of them do you like and then we'd strew that down then he'd add ingredients then he'd talk about it to us oh amazing um, so, it's so real hands on really hands on boys it's not something yeah. we've just gone like the kiss machine and gone yeah, yeah, yeah. just put the crow's name on it and yeah, um, yeah, it's yeah. everything it's f- we do we always kind of want to be involved 100,000% like, yeah you know? it's funny you should say that about Ryan because I read I met Ryan in a brewery during lockdown I did, yes. uh, a little, I, did a random, I did a little talk in a brewery and I'm a teetotal guy so you know I the talk was in the brewery yeah, yeah 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 I did a little talk about running punks and um, yeah like a little crowd turned up and, and Ryan was there and yeah I could see that, that man had a keen interest in beer so yeah it's a, that's perfect that you, you you and him have worked together on bringing a beer which is, he does and some of the other boys like Dave in the band he's, he's the most knowledgeable I would say um, Lloyd then as well um, myself and Shane are always quite vocal about it that we've never liked those kind of like I said yeah. um, kind of South Wales Valley fields like do you know what I mean it's yeah. um, in a can yeah. um, but it's um, <laughs> but with ours it was just nice to develop it it was really fun and then to get the final product with the can and it just yeah. looks really really it sharp really cool. it looks amazing yeah. yeah what I was hoping for from that story is as great it was, was I was really hoping right at the start what you'd have said was our old manager said no when we looked for a new manager we told him that our old manager already agreed it, it was <laughs> <laughs> I, I was hoping you'd have done a, a schoolboy well I, I'm sorry but the guy before agreed it so it's uh, happening that's what I hoped you agreed yeah, with he, yeah. he won't mind because I mean it's brilliant because like the old manager um, messaged the other day and just said really well done I'm chuffed for you because yeah. he knew oh, we wanted yeah. to get it over the line it was just something yeah. Um, yeah. he was up against it which goes to show in a pandemic like yet again and I, I'm chuffed you said that boys we have managed to like get things over the line oh, which yeah. is important absolutely and we, your whole story as a band is just this is a band 
to me, obviously, I'm not in the band, but it looks like a band who wanted something and you have just yeah. gone and done it. I mean, self-releasing your first album on your own in 2016, like self-financing yeah. it, which is not cheap, is it? It's never cheap no, to pay for an album. No. And then you get picked up by Eurek Records, they re-release that in 2018, and then The Point of No Return comes out in 2020, and you go to number 14 in the charts. It's just amazing. Amazing. Absolutely amazing absolutely, how you've done absolutely that. Absolutely phenomenal. You know, and the music industry is, is so competitive, it's so hard to get a foot up, and just, I mean... I just want to say I love it like I love your album I've done a running review to it yes you did but fair play you boys have just nailed it and during lockdown you've taken it another level with, with the the Dam Crows family the community is just it's amazing yeah, it's huge community haven't you and I think that's is that something you've always um, strived to achieve is it is it more about community for you guys the numbers uh, I know it seems like a silly question but uh, so we're hummingbird again we're all about community rather than numbers and it's all about community 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 same as you know running punks and what you see from there yeah uh, you know I think we've got three groups of, of you know on here that are actually pretty similar in the way we work what we do and how we've all kind of knuckled down during lockdown to get the most out of it actually yeah tell us about um, the fitness part the fitness part was inspired by Jimmy because we tried to get a lot of people um we, we've been saying on the Crowcast because we've been trying to get a lot of people over to running punks um, and some of the fans are kind of um, it's the same with you Jimmy you know what it's like they, they, they're kind of put off by it oh I'm not a runner yeah. um, so what we would do was compliment it by saying like Crow Fitness um, yeah. and just getting them on um, just a, a plain Strava app and if they go for a walk for a mile yeah, brilliant yeah. you're out yeah. of the house yeah. you're not you know you know I sound like everything's brilliant in lockdown boys I've had those days where you wake up oh yeah um, and you just can't explain it you're just in such a foul mood yeah um, and then I found a going out myself then and um, exploring I, I'm very fortunate I got forests I got beautiful trails around yeah. me um, I did that once or twice and then I came back and I was almost energised and I was mm -hmm, full mm -hmm. of beans yeah. Um, then I was like, oh my, oh my God, this, it really does work. You know, they're yeah. not just saying it, it really does work. Um, so we just wanted to kind of compliment, like I said, what, what Jimmy has yeah. done. Yeah. Uh, we, we don't make us shy. There's some of our group um, or the community or the family, we call them, um, they've crossed over to the running punks. Yeah, um, yeah. I have. Um, I've gone out, bought the merch. Um, yeah, no, oh, so it's, me too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love it because I think that's the whole essence. If you believe in something like a band or a football team or yeah. um, even like when Jimmy came on, it was the case of we were already sold. I mean, we were exactly. fans of his reviews exactly. anyway. Um, yeah. We looked at what Jimmy did for his career, and we were we were just so intrigued. Um, yeah. But when he came on, he was brilliant. Connected yeah. straight away with the fans. We just knew yeah. that a lot of people needed help. And I tell you what, the tipping point was, boys. We um, we did a New Year's show, um, and a lot of the Crow family sent in videos. It was about them. It wasn't about us. It was yeah, like yeah. send us in your videos with your New Year's messages. Um, and there was a couple there I could see them struggling and that's, yeah. that's, the, that's the bottom line and, and I think they wouldn't mind me saying that you could just see they were struggling yeah. Yeah. Um, and it was lovely that we had that platform that they could get mm -hmm. heard they wasn't ignored um, yeah. we could put that out and then we worked out ways uh, of how we could help them um, yeah. and that was Amazing. one of it I mean some people put up their karate lessons their, 
there's Zumba, um, and to me, as long as you're just doing something, just yeah. move. Um, yeah. Don't sit there all day. It's gonna drive you insane. Yeah. Like you know, but that's what we go to. That you know, I said it a moment ago. The way, the five ways of well-being. It's 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 fundamental, and people uh, look at. You know, we are Hummingbird as a mental health organisation. We get asked this all the time. You know, what is this? What's this big golden answer? What's this thing? And it's actually small steps every day. The yeah. five ways of well-being: getting up, going for a run, going for a walk, connecting with people, engaging, taking notice. So, you know, we we talked about it then very briefly in a different way, but this is what it is. And when people can start applying even the smallest of thing every single day it soon adds up it's just people get stuck in, in a rut and don't realise how they how they can do it so anyway listen uh, I want to get onto the album review otherwise we're going to run out of time because I know what we're going to be like oh, <laughs> we right. have the good gas to yes. this, is, yeah. this is the way it goes on here so um, the album that you gave us this week uh, to listen to is I'm just going to go and find it from 1997 uh, we've got Pure um <laughs> go on <laughs> I'm trying to find the album, the album name. Tell me, tell me the album name. Yeah, the album. No, by the artist, sorry. Oh, Three Colors Red. Three, Three Colors, Colors Red. There you yes. go. Do you know why it is? Because I've written it down <laughs> <laughs> on the phone that's recording. <laughs> you can't look at the screen off. I love I can't that. Look at the screen. So, pure Three Colors Red. Um, yes. As always. Jimmy starts with his three words. I start my three words, is it? You start your three words, as okay. always. Jimmy, the, the the swordsmith of words when it comes to... Well, yeah, I started off really strong, uh, Ronnie, with some really big words, but I'm kind isochronic. of... Isochronic. Yeah, isochronic was one word before, but I'm kind of getting sick of my own my own wisdom now. And <laughs> Ian has been, he's been beating me. I know it's not a competition, but he's been beating me. He's been using words which are so simple, I've just ignored them. So I've tried to come down to his level so I can, I can challenge him head on. Head on? Okay. Head, head on. on. Head on. Wow. Head on. Okay, first of all, though, this album, right? I mentioned, what? Before we go anywhere, first oh, question, on. this, this yeah. album. Yeah. Um, yeah. I swear, I li- when I listened to it, I really had to ask myself a question. Do they even have a drummer? <laughs> is there a drummer in this album yeah. <laughs> and then I was like yes this is why Ronnie picked this album right yeah. I mean wow I was like boom but this album right it came out in 1997 which I said yeah. earlier was the year I started buying music I started really getting yeah. into music and I'd never heard this album I'd never I knew the band name but I'd never listened to this record and then a song came on on my first listen 60 Mile Smile and Honestly, right, I've, I've lived a lot of my life thinking I've written that song because I'd heard it, I wasn't sure who it was by, and I was thinking, yeah. have I written that song? Do you know what I mean? It was like, <laughs> I, I've got this, I got this song idea, and it, oh, I smile, a 60 mile smile, and then I heard it, I thought, no, I didn't write it. So that's dashed my dreams of writing a banger. So thank you for bringing the album into my life because it's sign, finally put a piece into the puzzle of my Amazing. complex life, so thank you. Um, my three words then, are you ready? I'm ready. ready. Okay. Born ready. Okay, my first word is polar, as in like polar opposites. It's an mm-hmm. album full full of opposing forces, I found. Yeah, yeah. You know, you talk about love one minute and then you're really angry in the same song. I yeah. enjoyed that. There's uh, some angry words in that album, isn't there? Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. Second word is leather. This is where I'm trying to get onto your standard now. Leather. <laughs> I, I imagined wearing a leather jacket listening to it. I imagine yeah, the band. You are really coming to my levels. Yes, I know. yes, yes. I, I know. like this. I like this. And then my third word, and I think this 
came because I listened to it whilst running. And I really wish I'd done a running review of this album, to be honest. Um, but my third word is unswervable. Oh. It just did not let up. It just did not let up. I felt like how we started was how we finished. It was just relentless. And I loved it. I absolutely loved it. And I found what I really liked about it is it's heavy, but there's not yeah. a lot of distortion on it. So that's helped it age really well, I think. I think a lot of distortion is used in 97, particularly Britpop, as aged records so badly. Yeah. Because, like, I don't think bands realise that distortion makes your guitar quieter. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this was... It sounds like it could have been released now. Yeah. Uh, so those are my three words. Bang, I like that. Bang. Nice, man. You really have come down to my to my level but I mean fair play I always hoped that your words would at least generate some interest and maybe in the future would be oh, enemy album review writers but now I think I think we'd struggle to be picked up by kids TV I mean <laughs> I don't think there's going to be any knocks on our doors for album reviews anytime soon is there but I don't care because this is all about us and we do it for us mm. okay well I'm going to hear I see your three words and I agree with some of them I wrote a lot this week I did what you normally do I wrote a few pages worth of notes good boy one of the things I didn't write is the artist's name but there you go <laughs> other than that <laughs> so a few things that aren't going to be in my words um Fit Boy and Faint Girl. Strange song. Straight out of Dawson's Creek. Yeah. How strange. Like, going to what I guess what you were saying about Polar, how you can have those songs and then you get to that and you think, I can imagine Pacey and Michelle, they're from Dawson's Creek, in a little love scene with that song in the background. Yeah, I I got working class blur for that because it's almost like. Yeah. Yeah. Like Blur always seemed the the posh boys of Brit Brit Pop, where this seems more the. Working class. Do you know what I yeah. mean? That song okay. in particular, like. Yeah, yeah, I definitely. Like that. Um, so what's your word, man? You've just. Well, hang on, I've got some <laughs> other stuff here, which isn't my words. I've got keg party as well. I thought it's a proper keg party kind of background. You know, I was going very American when I was listening to it. Oh, okay, so my word, uh, percussion. Yeah. So much percussion. I mean, there's a lot of drums in that album, right? I mean, throughout. That was the consistency. So I'm going percussion. Simple. Yeah, percussion. fair. Yeah. yeah. See, what, see what you um, see. Oh, here. Yeah. Testosterone. Testosterone. Oh, yeah. Testosterone. Like, come on. They, they, was, there's so much mosh pit in and, yeah. and, and just bouncing around and getting pumped up. Um, so, yeah. So, per- percussion, testosterone. Now, you know me, Jimmy. Yeah. When I listen to music, I visualise. I'm a visualiser, hence the keg party and all of this. Now, uh, I like to try and keep this going. And we've had some great visualisations in the past. Yes. For me, this one was Entourage. The TV programme Entourage. <laughs> the big- the big Cadillac, the boys cruising around, the soundtrack to it. I had Entourage in my head. I don't even think it's from the same time, but that stood out for me. That whole kind of... I remember watching it and they'd all jump into the open, you know, the open top car. They'd all be there in their shirts, half undone, the baggiest jeans, and they'd be driving around. And yeah, Entourage for me. Wow. Very much stood out. There wow. you go. Have that. You. It sounds like you were quite intimidated by this album, Ian. I really was. Actually, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to lie. I, I didn't not like it in any in any word, but like... Was it a bit hard hit in view? Oh, 
Bless him. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it was hard hitting. It wasn't my. No, it wasn't even not my thing. It, it, after two listens, so I listened to it three times in total. Yeah. Um, walking uh, in the office, and um, but two times walking actually. And yeah, it just wanted to, it just had an effect to me that was kind of making me feel pumped up more than anything. Nerve Gas, the song Nerve Gas, <laughs> okay. Now, yeah. I kept wanting to just sing Peaches. There's a part of that that sounds just like millions of peaches, peaches yeah. for free. Yeah? And yeah. I was like, that, that, I was thinking, whoa, hang on. So there was all this stuff merging in. Um, but I struggled to pick three words for this one, and I, it sounds like I've come across with just three heavy hitting. No, you think good, words. but well, that's how you experienced it. That's what this is about. Yeah, exactly. I know. I know. So that's that's it for me. Um, yeah, go on then. I'm going to leave it there. Go on. Lovely. <laughs> Well, I've got no more to add. I have spoken. I have I've spoken. I've spoken. Ronnie, tell us your three Come words. On, then. We've I'm... set the bar for you now. Oh, so I'm it's forward to it's this. a terrible bar after those two, I've got to be honest. That's, that's shocking. Um, <laughs> um, Pua. I've, I've gone lazy and gone for as in the album is Pua. Um, yeah. So the reason I kind of related to this record around 97 was I just came off the back of like Nirvana. Yeah. Um, and exactly as you said, Ian, so I can't really... I've just got to echo what you said. Um, this was the first... Oh, I don't want to give away the second word. Um, but it was the first record I cheered for a while where it was just, like, raw. I could mm. almost, from a band's perspective, hear them in a room writing it. Um, yeah. It didn't sound over-commercial at the time, around 97. No. There was a lot of kind of, like... Like you said, that Dawson's Creek is so... Yeah, you, yeah. Honestly, your review was great because I get everything you're saying. So, <laughs> he's, he's, um, he's so much better than me at this. It's ridiculous. It is really good because I'm like, oh, he's kind of gone by there, but I get what he's on about. And um, But that's why I called it P-Well. It's just I can hear the... I just hear the, the the rawness of the band. It's like it's almost yeah. before they've been corrupted. Like, do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. And and there's yeah. still this angry. Exactly what Jimmy was saying. A, a very angry. We want to get out of our area. We want to do yeah. this for a living. Um, and I think that's why it's so ferocious from start to, to end. Yeah. With yeah. the odd track where you go, why did they go there? Like, you know, yeah, like I said, exactly. the. Because um, it does. I mean, there's parts in it like um, I put smashing pumpkins. Um, yeah. Because it just reminds me where they go totally. very trippy or nine inch nails yeah. without the yeah. industrial heavy kind of yeah. um, keyboard sounds. Like you know. So that's that's what I meant about like the pump uh, the um, the peaches bit from uh, yeah was it United States of America where they when they and, and you're listening to it and you're thinking you know on a track called Nerve Gas. How does it sound similar to Peaches, where you're going... Doo, 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 yeah, that's what I mean, Paula. It's Paula, though. It was so many, like, I yeah. found it a lot of opposing forces in there. Yeah, so, like you say, absolutely. you got a song called Nerve Gas, and it's a really playful, colourful melody. I yeah. think it's all the interchanging guitar melodies as well, because a yeah. lot of them are so melodic. If you took away the vocal melody... Yeah. Um, even the guitar melodies are probably sending you in that in that direction because yeah, yeah, yeah. they're totally. they're singing like and I um I think it's only today which is a, a weird one I put it on again before we came on you just to see if there was any like oh I'm gonna yeah. be really professional now and see if I can really because <laughs> I've always just heard it and kind of this being one of my favourite bands growing up yeah. so um yeah. it was more there was stuff that I hadn't noticed before especially with the guitars so they were yeah. almost singing in parts where I yeah. can understand where you've got to. Yeah. The um the the was it United States of Pre uh, Presidents yeah, yeah. United States President, of America Yeah, I've, I've forgotten the name. Yeah. Do you find when you're listening to something like that because obviously so drum heavy? Yeah. Well, I certainly felt it was. You know, 
do you do you find that you're more um, hearing the drums more? Do you find that they really stand out even more for you, or is that then become background noise because you you kind of live and breathe it so much? How does that work for a professional drummer? No, I, I listen to front men more than drums, okay. um, and that's the truth. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I've always had an obsession with front men. I'd love to be a front man. Um, yeah. I, it, there's no Swipe point in lying because it's the ones who yeah. lie who go, "Oh no, man, I'm happy with my uh, <laughs> with my instrument." God, I'm really no. happy sat on two towels sweating my nuts. I give anything for for a set of chops on me, so I could just put oh. my foot on that monitor and scream in somebody's face. Like, do you know what I mean? Um, or climb something. That's that's kind of like. That's you been a dream. Yeah, you can't claim stuff with drums, can you? No, oh. I think I seen Eddie Vedder back in like 1995 or whatever, and he was climbing on monitors in Jeremy, yeah. Jeremy or something in a video and on, on MTV. Yeah. And I was just like, "Ask me, that is, I want to be that." <laughs> I want to do that. Yeah, yeah. you basically you want to be another Phil Collins. He was a drummer that went rogue, wasn't he? And ended up being a doing the singing. Yeah, he must have sat at the back being like, "I'm fed up of this." Yeah, be up there. Yeah, mate, there's hope. There's hope, Ronnie. There's hope, mate. There's Phil no Collins can do it. There's it's no not- there's no, there's no. I'm on a low percentage at the moment on backing vocals. <laughs> so, no, and that's that's just down to my choice as well. That's not even anybody else's opinion. Like, do you know what I mean? So, um, my so, second yes, word is my second word is British, which isn't yeah. really inventive, but um, it's the sound. Um, yeah. Yet again, this would have been '97. For me as a youngster, I'd heard loads of bands like Green Day, uh, Ducky, yeah. um, exactly what you're on about then with the American. I was so American-influenced as, yeah. as a youngster with Nirvana, um, Metallica, um, just all these American bands. This was genuinely like the first British band besides the Wild Arts where I'd gone, yeah. oh, my God. And I could, yeah. hear, I could hear the sound. It's very a very British um, yeah. Distortion, as you said yeah. earlier, very British distortion, like you know. Um, I, I think one of the one of the real British features I found was the way the songs build. They okay, yeah. the songs build in a way which is really unique. I mean, I to the point where I I like Nirvana. Don't get me wrong, but I sometimes find the way the songs build quite predictable. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, it, yeah, yeah. It's yeah. still got at heart. It sounds like a singer songwriter who's just got a backing band with him, which is to me is quite an American thing. Yeah, but this band, it's it builds like a band, and I still think that's a really British thing. I don't know that kind of yeah. willingness to connect in a studio and share ideas for me it always feels yeah. like a British way. Whereas American rock is always like I'm the singer songwriter. You're my yeah. backing band, and the way these songs build was really unique and really surprised me, particularly on the song Copper Girl. That's got just some really surprising builds on there. So, yeah, I go with you on that, British, definitely. Well, Love it. Copper Girl, only, only a quick, quick story. Um, we met Chris McCormack, who's the guitarist of this band, um, it, very early on in the Crows' career. So, we were playing to like 15, 20 people up in Camden, and Chris McCormack put us on for a gig. Um, wow. And we literally did a Wayne's World on him, boys. I'm not, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. We were literally going. We're not worthy. Um, you, you were like our favourite band. You don't realise how big you are in Wales. Which yeah. he was laughing at because he was like, "Oh, normally people say you're big in Japan, but I, I was like, you are, you are massive in Wales." Because my buddy yeah. gave me this record, uh, Mike Davis. He was just like, "You got to check this record out, pure." And everybody had it. Um, it was just insane. So to meet him. And then he invited us to his, um, uh, like he had an after show party in the underworld in London. 
Um, he's like, come to my club night. And we thought he'd kind of, you know, shake around and walk off. But he yeah. didn't. He stayed and had a beer. The next thing you know, I look around. He's so in the party with us that the boys are singing Copper Girl. That's why I said yeah. the story. <laughs> We're all singing Copper Girl at him all night. Amazing. And 60-mile smile while he's going, stop it. You know what I mean? <laughs> and I, as I look through the door then, there's a shopping trolley. Because, you know, being from Wales, you're never far from a shopping trolley. <laughs> with, the, with the guitarist from Buller for my Valentine and my bass player pushing him through the door like <laughs> in a club like it was crazy Amazing. but this yeah. is what it's all about right this is absolutely yeah. brilliant absolutely yeah. so many good stories from these things yeah and that's just from this record only because like i couldn't believe we met him um and they never really like they didn't break down the walls unfortunately of like no. you know your oasis your blues your even your wild art obviously um and it was such a shame because they have got a massive fan base, Three Colours Red. But do you think yeah. it was the wrong timing? Do you think because you had those those the Oasis Blur turf war going on, and then you, I mean, there was some seriously good. You got your Elasticers, your Echo Bell. I mean, there were some awesome bands, right? I everything mean, you just said there, everything you just said there. Stereophonics had just got the brick. Um, suede. I mean, literally um, all of them. Like, and and that's why I had to have British as a word because I was like, yeah. it was a great time for British music. Yeah, it, totally. was, it really was, wasn't yeah. it? It really, really was. Definitely, uh, such a good. You manic- Street preachers, time. even in Wales at the time, uh, they just gone. Yeah, you know, yeah. when, when they put that, that record out a little bit later, uh, with Design for Life and Australia and everything, that just sent yeah. them through the roof. But that was yeah, on absolutely. the on the back of like Generation Terrorists and Holy Bible yeah. and stuff. It was like absolutely, yeah, man. Well, we were we were spoiled. I don't know that we'll ever get that. I don't know that we'll ever get that again. No, no I I mean a lot of people say they were fortunate to grow up in the eighties. Um, yeah, but like I I I missed out on that. Like my bass player is ten years younger than us and. He loves the eighties. He like literally he, he every band in the eighties. He's he's a fan of. <laughs> for, for for me, it was all about like I connected with music like Jimmy ninety seven. I connected around yeah. ninety four. Um, and like a buddy had given me like Ducky uh, Green Day yeah. and and that kind yeah, of sent yeah. me down the rabbit hole yeah. then of punk and grunge <sighs> and Nirvana was massive. So yeah. you know everybody what wanted an album. It. I completely forgot about Ducky. Yeah. yeah what. Oh, yeah. wow. I was yeah, nearly the choice, it. sorry, boys. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm glad we've done this because I've never heard this. And yeah. yeah, I hadn't, I hadn't, so it's good. Lovely. What's your third word then, Ronnie? Let's have uh, Third word is bangers. Yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, Total definitely. random word, but not just bangers as in the sense of, like you said, the drums are ferocious, the guitars are, are like, pushing. Yeah. Um, I mean, one minute it's, like, territorial pissings, the next minute, yeah, you know, yeah. it's just crazy. Um, but it's bangers in the sense of like you know I, I'm a fan of a of a good quality sausage. I um, imagine if we were going there. Um, <laughs> Come on. I am a I'm a fan of a good quality sausage. So I'm, I'm anything less than ninety percent is not good enough for me. It's got to be ninety percent pork. Um, so it's packed full of meat. Uh, rather than artificial ingredients, like, do you know what I mean? So for me, and I thought Jimmy would love that review. Um, I love that. For me, this record is just, it's just full. It's come straight off the, it's, you know, straight from the slaughterhouse. It's, yes. it's 100% meat. You're gonna get gonna get it from start to finish, um, yeah. and, and that's it, really. So yeah, I, I feel I'm, I feel like I'm no longer what? needed. That's mine. <laughs> because I'm no longer needed on yeah. my on my, on my reviews. Bangers. Yeah. I think me and Ronnie, me and yeah. Ronnie, should take it from you, mate. You, you, <laughs> I'm just gonna take my headphones yeah, off. Yeah, you, you go home. Oh. You go home. You take that little pink jumper and go home. I, 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 I don't, I don't, <laughs> Ronnie. I don't get jealous. 
ever. I'm not a jealous person. Envy, oh yeah, but jealousy, no, no, no. (laughs) There... I'm, env- I'm envious. He's I'm envious it. that you had that and not me. He's I'm envious it. that you just went... Next week, bangers, I'm having it. You can't do it now. No, you, can't, you, can't, you can't steal his reviews. I'm 95% me. I'm 95%. Well, he can. I mean, technically, you could bump me off his episode, do the Lighthouse family next week and go, bangers. 90% pork. There we go, Jimmy. You 90% that one. pork. <laughs> It's quite interesting though You should talk about meat and eating Because one of my first words And I can prove it When I first listened to it Cannibalistic Wow, oh, wow. But then you wow. thought That's, that's too a, big That's, a, that's went, the wrong sausage done. though No one wants to eat yeah. a human sausage But yeah I had that Like is meat being consumed here This is rich in protein Yeah And, uh, yeah. Yeah. and testosterone So I think we can agree is it's an album that gets you worked up. Yeah, I think, I mean, this is always what we, when we look back and look at this, it is, you know, how much of these words do link in and often we do get a bit of a match. Testosterone, bangers, leather. <laughs> I mean, it's starting to sound a little bit like a, uh, a gentleman's club. <laughs> oh, I just, I could just see those leather jackets which never keep you warm and some people still yeah. wear on freezing cold days because it looks cool I can see those yeah. jackets you know the ones that are not long enough and yeah. your, your hips are always freezing yeah. I can see <laughs> those jackets Proper. the arms are longer than the the arms are longer than the body I got yeah. two of them jackets yeah. hanging up honestly yeah. it's like why why have I bought these I got right. a really cold belly button but I look I've great. noticed that the old um, sheep's in, the, the old sheepskin corduroy Levi jackets coming back in fashion I've had yes. one of those four years mm-hmm. I've had one of those Mm. I used to wear to steal it. Someone tried to steal it. I wouldn't name the band, but we did a gig with them and he, he walked off wearing it. Whoa. I know. Chased him down in the car park. I used to yeah. have one of them and um, I was talking the other day to the wife and everything about turtlenecks as well. Oh. Tur- well, they're all making a comeback, innit? they? Like, I'm looking oh. at youngsters now with turtlenecks on. It's because you can oh. use it as a face mask. You can just yeah. roll it. <laughs> yeah. I, I've never been able to wear a turtleneck because I, I don't really, I don't meet the criteria. There you go. Let's say that's what you well, need let's to know. be honest. I've never thought a, tur- a turtle was a stylish animal. I never no. thought. <laughs> I fancy dressing like a turtle. That's a cool animal. No, uh, but I went for a run the other week, and I've got a, I bought a jumper the other day, a, a, a running top the other week, and uh, it's a turtleneck running top. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Oh my I went, god! No. I left the house. I left the house the other week, and my wife looked at me and she went, "Nah, no, we're you not got, leaving the house like that." You got, <laughs> your tro- you got your trousers on upside down. That's a leg, not a neck. Yeah, uh, I know. So, um, time has flown. Jeez, we're like forty-two minutes. Oh my god! That's it. So, time has flown. Um, let's think about. Let's start thinking about. The album lyrics from 1997. Now we're going to start with Ronnie because yeah. uh, <laughs> I've got a feeling that Ronnie will try and nick yours otherwise, Jimmy. So we're going to yeah. I'll repeat. I'll repeat them back. Um, uh, this is what you get. This is what you get. This is what you get when you mess with us. Come on, you can do it. I'll send you the answer through my mind. Oh yeah, through mind. <laughs> oh, since mm. anyway. It's always on the radio, always. Oh, don't, because I know when you is say it? it, I know when always you say it, I'm going to be like, of course it is. It's yeah. what, you know what I mean? It's okay. Now you've said, it's, on, this, now you've said it's always on the radio, I'm doubting it, because... It's always I, on the radio. I never hear this song uh, on the radio. I haven't got a clue. Okay. I haven't got a clue. Okay, can't check it on your computer. Do you want me to do it? I know what it is. You know what it is, yeah? Can't yeah, you? yeah. What is it? 
Karma Police Radiohead. Yes, it was in the radio. Oh my god, it what? Is this <laughs> <laughs> So oh. we're going for we're going for Karma Police yeah. Radiohead. Well done. Number one album in nineteen ninety seven. I was really scared to buy that album actually because I still have a weird fear of death. And I, I remember reading a review of that album saying it dealt a lot with death. I thought, I can't buy it. It's mm. 1997. I'm 15 years old. I don't need that in my life. So don't need that in your life. It took me, two, <laughs> took me two years to psych you to buy that album. I bought it in Tesco in Bridgend. Did you? Yeah. And I loved it. I found, oh, this is a really uplifting album. What's the- <laughs> <laughs> Nothing to worry well, about. Guys, I think uh, it's been, it's been, do you know what? It's been fun. We could yeah, talk for ages then. I, I, I know, yeah. this is, this is, and this is where we get into the dangerous guy, uh, the dangerous place, because all our listeners are now waiting to go to the toilet or do something else. So, guys, if you've got that at home correct, Radiohead, um, then give yourself five house points. We'll be collecting yeah. these in at the end of the, at the end of the season. Well done. Ronnie, it's been an absolute joy. It's been a pleasure. Uh, thank you for having me, boys, thank honestly. You. No, thank you so much. Good luck with everything that's going on. Um, I'm sure there'll be loads more that we'll do together. And, um, you know, Definitely. you guys keep keep smashing what you're doing. Keep the fitness stuff going up. Those people that want to find out more of those damn crows, type it into the old computer. You'll be able to find loads. Music, shop, beer. Loads and loads of good stuff on there. Yeah. Anyone from anyone else before we say good night? Just thank you for having me. Brilliant, boys. Honestly, brilliant. I loved it. I've loved it's it. Like pleasure. you, we could have talked about your community, your crowcast. You know, that's for people to find out. Go, go search. But yeah, we go can only it. set people. Give them the yeah. start, then they got to go. But guys, yeah. thank you so much, listeners. Remember, if you like this, share it, subscribe, hit the like button. <laughs> if there's a like button, we've not established if there is yet. But do all the good things that you're meant to do, and uh, we'll see you next week. Nice Peace one. out. Thank you. Cheers, guys. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Cheers. Bye. 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 Oh, wow. that was fun, wasn't it? Yes. <laughs> that felt like a big hug. A big hug. I felt like I was getting a big hug off that lovely man then. Ronnie's a top guy, isn't yeah. he? Isn't yeah. that? That that for me, um, I enjoyed that. Yeah. I Those guys are busy. They are one of the busiest bands I know. And I, Absolutely. I know at least three bands. <laughs> but, <laughs> but what I love about him and what I think we've all got in common... We are Hummingbird and Running Punks. It's all, they put the community first and I think the community is at the centre of the decisions they make as bands, as a band as well, I think, so. Absolutely. And that's what's so key, isn't it? It shows everything they do, just getting people involved, reaching out. That's where the power is now. And and by power, I mean, that's, you know, power of community. It's people coming together, communicating and getting stronger as a a unit. Yeah. What a guy. And, And that album, Three Colours Red, pure. Yeah. Little bit there, I can even remember it, but <laughs> I, I, that's, that's live radio, guys. <laughs> it's um, yeah, I, I honestly can't believe. Like I said to him, I can't believe I've never heard that album before. It came out the year that I was really buying music like crazy, no. uh, but it's just something I missed. And yeah, it, interesting that you thought it sounded really American. I yeah, so we didn't too. I didn't highlight it too much in there, but for me, listening to that, and again, never heard it before. Yeah, going into the album my instant reaction was American you know more fool me for not knowing but it, it shows don't you that all this music's around us all yeah. the time yeah. now I was so into my music in the late 90s yet never heard of it or if I did never remembered it and yeah. listening again and I was thinking all these things that are American uh, strange right yeah totally yeah that's well that's why we do it isn't it, it yeah, we no, are absolutely. expanding our musical horizons 
Absolutely. And what we didn't even mention on there as well, this is what we do these afterwards, that uh, his dad. Yeah. His dad played uh, with what, Shirley Bassey, uh, Dusty Springfield. Springfield. Yeah. Oh, wow, right? We should have asked that. That's, yeah, that's crazy. We, how do you do, do you know that? what? We could, we could talk for days to people yeah. sometimes, couldn't we? Yeah, I, I think. And I, I think anybody who's listening to this, go check out those damn crows and, and their community because yeah. maybe the answers that we to questions we should have asked will be there. Maybe you can find out what his dad yeah. is doing playing with those people. Exactly. And I think we're going to probably link back in with these guys and maybe get another one of the band on uh, to do one of these with us because I super, think so. Super, super amazing. Yeah. Uh, and of course, check out the fitness thing they do. I mean, God, there's everything. You can have a beer and then go for a run. <laughs> or is it the other way around? Beer and then have a run. <laughs> no, I'll be a beer and run. Beer, yeah. Beer and run. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, listen, Jimmy, as always, it's a pleasure. Should yes. we do this again next week? Uh, I'll have a think about it. No worries, mate. Well, <laughs> everyone, thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you. And uh, have a good week. Take care. Thank you. Bye. Bye. You lucky people have been listening to the Humming Punks podcast, produced by myself, Carl, and sponsored by Shaw.